there's a fuse burning. And at the end of it, there's a barrel of dynamite. And I'm not just going to sit back and watch it burn. I'm going to make the most of the time I've got. You know, it's as simple as that. After dementia forced him into early retirement, Pete Middleton has found a fresh purpose through Alzheimer's Society. My name's Gareth Bracken, and I spoke to a self-described incurable optimist who is embracing new opportunities. Do you prefer Pete to Peter? Do you go for the shortened version? I think Pete is more friendly, isn't it? But I'm yes. Pete to everybody, really. For our latest Dementia Together podcast, we spoke to Pete, who is 67 and lives with his wife Pam near Kettering in the East Midlands. Pete was diagnosed with Alzheimer's in January 2019 and had to take early retirement from his job as a police community support officer, by which time he'd already been on sick leave for two years. This brought to an end a varied and impressive career that had also seen him work for the RAF, as a technical author, and as a senior consultant in business information systems, which included writing manuals for the Ministry of Defence. As he explains, Pete bounced back by using his experiences of dementia to support the work of Alzheimer's Society, even though some of this has been disrupted, like so much else, by the COVID pandemic. Pete is originally from the South London borough of Lambeth, which is also where our conversation began. My first job was in Brixton Market. Okay. <laughs> in the old days when you could buy one egg or an ounce yeah. of butter, because yeah. a lot of people didn't have a fridge. And mm. then I, uh, I became an apprentice gas fitter. My wife and I got married and then I joined the Air Force when I was 20. Uh, so yeah, I was 18 years in the Royal Air Force. Uh, as an aircraft engineer. 11 years of that time was spent in Germany, where both of our daughters were born. I was working on the Harrier jump jet most of the time. So I spent a lot of that time out on exercise because uh, during the Cold War, the, the job of the Harrier was to be dispersed out into forests and operate you know, from the field so mm. they couldn't be detected <clears throat> by Russian bombers. When did you first notice that something was the matter? Um, even if it took a while for it to be realised as dementia, what did you first notice, perhaps? I realised about four years ago that uh, I was not coping with the job that I was doing as well as I used to. I felt like one of those people on the variety shows, TV variety shows, who spin plates. I felt as if I had all these plates spinning in the air and that I just couldn't keep spinning them because I was going to drop one. And I just burst into tears, floods of tears. And uh, I couldn't stop. This is when I was given my diagnosis of anxiety and depression. But I knew it wasn't that because I was being asked straight away, when was the last time you felt like ending your own life? I was saying, I never felt like that. Why on earth would I feel like that? You know, but, but it, it, there was something in the back of my mind I knew wasn't right. Um, and I was off of work for a long time. But I managed to ask to get them to, to, um, to place me in, a, in another part of my job, which I thoroughly enjoyed doing. But I found that I started to, you know, I would have a meeting and I would go to the wrong place. Very unlike me. And, and that brought about another breakdown, really. But uh, occupational health were good. And a new doctor came along. She immediately said to me, I think you may have dementia. She managed to get me an appointment to see a neurologist and, and to get a brain scan. My wife and I, who, who were at the neurologist's office when she gave her pronouncement and her diagnosis, we both looked at each other and said, well, thank goodness for that, because at least we now know what the problem is. And that liberated us both, really. 
once we knew what was wrong, we could go about mitigating everything around it and uh, building the future, really. And that's what we've done. Have your symptoms changed since then? Have certain things become more difficult or anything of that nature? Yes, it's getting worse. One of the main ways in which I notice it is my behaviour in public. My daughter's wedding, I went to sit in this gazebo out in the back there and a few more people entered. We were all away from each other, but I just had to get out. I couldn't stay any longer. I felt awful. It was my daughter's wedding day, but I couldn't do anything else. Because if I'd have stayed, I'm afraid, I would have burst out crying. I also find that I need to be very organised. I forget things very easily. And as an insulin-dependent diabetic, that's dangerous. So hence the whiteboards. I've got one on the wall in here. I've got one in the wall in my, in my kitchen, a great big one in the wall in my kitchen. I have whiteboards everywhere. Sooner or later, I'm going to become more of a burden to my carer, my wife. So we've had those conversations. I'd rather go into a home. I don't, I have no worries for myself, but uh, I have great worries about the, the health and welfare and well-being of my wife, who has no choice, really, because of the person she is, but to take over extra responsibility for me and to worry about me and to fret and be sad. That's going to happen in the future and uh, there's nothing I can do about it. And that's the worst thing about living with dementia. So to recap, Pete Middleton, who is 67 and lives with his wife Pam near Kettering in the East Midlands, was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in January 2019. He had been struggling in his role as a police community support officer before having what he describes as a nervous breakdown at a garden centre. Pete was initially diagnosed with anxiety and depression, which he was sure he didn't have, and his eventual diagnosis of dementia brought welcome clarity to his situation. Dementia affects Pete's memory, speech and behaviour in public, and he worries about the burden that his future care will place on his wife. Very broad question, I appreciate, but the pandemic, the lockdown, how has this whole period been for you? It's been a mixture of opportunity and uh, frustration. Mm. Uh, for a start, all of the interactive stuff I used to do, I, can't, I couldn't do all of a sudden overnight. Uh, all the dementia cafes shut down. Yeah, uh, the library shut down. All of the things that, that I used to do shut down, and, and after a while, uh, I got a bit fed up. But then Channel Four got in touch with me through mm. the Alzheimer's Society to say, "Would I keep a video diary for them mm. for uh, a TV program?" Well, that gave me a sense of purpose. I'm Pete. I have uh, dementia. Some of Pete's video diary appeared on Channel Four, while a longer version was also created for the Alzheimer's Society website. I suppose the one thing that, uh, that a diagnosis of Alzheimer's has given me is a purpose in my retirement. You know, but then again, I'm an optimist. I'm an incurable optimist. So <laughs> I'll always see the positive side of things, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and that's why I thoroughly enjoy working for Alzheimer's Society. Yeah. Alzheimer's Society has enabled me, really, uh, and given me a purpose. You know, I started public speaking when that sort of thing was, was available to do and getting involved in um, collaborative work with uh, the Innovation Project, Dimension Voice, Three Nations of Dimension Working Group, all sorts of things. So, yeah, Alzheimer's Society has never left my side. And it's good to see that other people are living well with dementia yeah. and surviving with dementia. That's, that's really good to see, you know, because sometimes I feel a little bit of a fraud 
in that people, well, people might think I was because I seem to be so happy. I actually do live well with dementia. I'm not a fraud. This is how I am. Yeah, of course, I'd rather not have it. You know, I'd rather not have a lot of things, but I am where I am. Yeah. So do you know what? I've made the best I can possibly make of it. Also, when we last spoke, you said that you couldn't wait to get back out there doing face-to-face work for Alzheimer's Society, doing your talks, raising awareness, sharing your story. Has that begun to come back? Are there any signs of that coming back? It's Yeah, it's coming back in spades. I went out for a uh, uh, last night in the middle of a thunderstorm to sit in a, in, a, in a wooden hut in a country park with another 15 people who, who are carers mostly and a couple of people who are living with dementia as part of our local forget-me-nots group. My dementia cafe, local dementia cafe is starting up soon. I've also joined a new disabled people's forum. And then of course I had this wonderful uh, invitation to be, to be a keynote speaker at an event in a couple of months time for Alzheimer's Society. So all things considered, how are you feeling about life in the coming months ahead? I am absolutely uh, fired up and uh, ready to get out there and get stuck in. Oh, I do poetry as well. Uh, I'll just wake up in the morning with some rhyming verse in my head and whack it straight onto my whiteboard. Would you like to hear it? Yes. <laughs> it's got a working title of Dementia Rap. It took me ages to think that out. And it goes like this. It says, So you've got a diagnosis of dementia, my friend. Well, it ain't good news, but it ain't the end. It's just another chapter in the story of your life. Don't let it define you, cause you undue strife. You are where you are. There's no going back. You can either sit and cry or go on the attack. Tell all your family, your friends and workmates too. Let them know what is facing you. They won't feel pity, they need to know because the changes will soon begin to show. Then secure your future as much as you can and enjoy the ride for your whole lifespan. Nobody knows how much time you've got left while dementia presses on with your memory theft. Dementia services are there for you. They understand what you're going through. They'll help you and support you in every way. They'll listen and respond to what you have to say. They'll help you meet others on the same road as you. And they're full of good advice about the things you can do. So don't sit and mope while your life slips away. Stand up, reach out for your tomorrows today. Next steps. You can ensure that more people with dementia receive the same support and opportunities as Pete. To donate, visit alzheimers.org.uk forward slash give or call 0330-333-0804. The Dementia Guide contains tips and advice for people recently diagnosed with dementia. Go to alzheimers.org.uk forward slash dementia guide or call 0300-303-5933. You can read Pete's blog at www.livingwithdementia.online. This was a podcast version of the article called The Best of Things in the April-May 2021 issue of Dementia Together. Alzheimer's Society's magazine. Written and recorded by Gareth Bracken, produced by Nicola Leddy. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe for more Alzheimer's Society podcasts. As well as print and email versions, we also offer an audio version of the full magazine. To receive the magazine or the CD, call 0330 333 0804.